ladies and gents. You are with Adriana Soros, the coach of Living Tavita Loca. I'm coming to you like minutes after the end of round 12. And what a round it's been. You know, we are, you know, one round away from our first buy of the year and Origin teams being selected. We've had some carnage. Um, there's actually a lot of good news for um, some players that are going into Origin, which could have been, a, a, you know, affected um, teams. And, and also, this, you know, the teams are going to come and drop down tonight. Um, at least I know from New South Wales' point of view. I've got a little bit of whispers about who's going to get positions. Um, and we'll, we'll just talk, talk about that and, and my, my talking points of the week, my rockers, my floppers, and look, what, what do we think for, for round 13? Um, how have I gone this week? You know, what were my trades last week? I only did one trade last week and it was a simple trade. I, I had a whisper, you know, that, um, Walker was in doubt and that he was certainly going to get some resting time. He had the big B and he was going to get, um, left out. So I went with uh, Burton. I just went straight across the Burton, an extra number for 13. I felt like it was a good matchup this week for him to get some points. Um, and, you know, I made the trade. I just, I think that Sam Walker potentially could have been a hold for all the, uh, the whole year. But the, the simple fact was that he was going to lose money and um, he looked injured, you know, like... I, I just felt like it was a time to trade him. And I don't even know exclusively whether I wouldn't go back to him because it wasn't actually form. I know he was a bit yo-yo in recent times, but just the body and, and the whispers of um, resting, um, you know, maybe make the trade. And what do we get free? I don't know if we've had the update yet, but um, Burton went out and cracked out a 60, which I think is acceptable in the halves. Um, so that was my trade for the week. Um my score for the week is uh, sitting at a 1,231 currently. How nice was it that Burbo came on for like two minutes and made a couple of tackles for five points. I did loop this week. I VC'd Hines. So I finished with 1,231, which I'm actually really happy with. I'm winning eight out of ten of my leagues. And if the updates go the way that my predictions say, I should maybe you know jag a ninth or... Maybe even 10. Who knows? They're all close. Um, but the, I think the 12.31 is okay. Um, Looping Hines um, got me the 312. And even though, you know, I got Ben Travojevic in there on his debut with his five points. You know, my emergency, my auto emergency was Simmonson anyway with 15 who got knocked out. So um, not the worst. And, and I was willing to make that sacrifice. So, you know, 1231, my two terrible scores for the week were obviously Burbo with his five, um, you know, and, and I've got a 27 from, from Olam who it's his, his second terrible score in a row, um, from him. And, you know, I was, he's averaging 50 something for the year, but he, he's on report. I don't know what the actual status of that report is whether he's going to miss weeks or not but to lose him for the buy will be a stinker as well but he's had two shit rounds in a row so he's going to be on the targets i mean he would never have been a fish year for me um but you know if i lose him for 13 i might just get ahead of myself and and chase up for 17 and grab someone like tupu who looks like he's going to miss the wing spot for new south wales to talk um, you know, maybe Tupu is a great person. I mean, if I lose Ola, there's no point holding him because, you know, he's on 
He's he's not lost too much money at the moment with his his average, but twenty two twenties back to back. You know, and he's he's got that um, lifting past the horizontal. You know, I don't know how it looked to me. It looked like he could lose a week. Anyway, so um, twelve thirty one, I'm okay with. I think that might be green arrows this week. I think par will actually be maybe about eleven fifty. You know, maybe to twelve hundred. Might see just a couple of. It's not heaps of points, you know, but it might be a couple of points in for green arrows for me. Uh, in the Turbo Sammy's Cup, a great cup on there with all of our podcasters uh, in, uh, you know, in, in the land. Uh, it's a competition created by the beautiful Kando uh, from BJ on game day and, and myself. And we have brought through, uh, you know, all the podcasters out there in, in, in the land. So a lot of people who had previously sort of won... Um, you know, super coach before and, you know, a lot of people who do podcasts, you know, relating to super coach. So you've got in there some great um, podcasters from, you know, ranging from, you know, playbook guys with, with Tim Williams and Des who, you know, finished first and second, you know, respectively, you've got uh, the searching for Corey Parker, uh, the super coach champions and the NRL uh, SC all-stars. You've got the points per minute, the SC Experience, BJM Game Day, Supercoach 360. You got the Whisperer in there, and myself. When and and you know, it's a really good um, group of guys. We've got a page on Facebook. You know, the Turbo Sammy's Cup. Um, there's a lot of banter in there. We post our weekly matchups. A lot of sort of celebrity players, and it's actually been a really fun and great um, you know league to be a part of and to host. And I hope that we keep going for many, many more years. Um, this week, I'm up against Mike from the Supercoach Experience. Now, let me just say a couple of words on Mikey from the SC Experience. You know, you meet these people in your Supercoaching life, you know, people that you might have messengered with or you, you know, you became friends with because of Supercoach or who you chat to regularly on Supercoach. And I've had the privilege of meeting Mikey through... You know, the Mike and Savs podcast, and which is now the, the, the SC Experience podcast. Um, I was even, there was a point in time where I was, I was a part of the SC Experience podcast. And all of my dealings with Mikey, uh, whether it be a, a guest on the podcast or in all the messenger groups that we've been in. I've never actually physically met Mikey, but he's a, a dead set wonderful bloke, you know. And any time that I've ever communicated with him, he's always been very generous He's always been very respectful. He's always been um, very, you know, super kind and generous with his time. Um, and, you know, he's a really great super coach player. He had a super year last year and was actually in the running for the, the money. And I really respect his um, opinions in, in super coach. He's, he's one of the few um, people that I actually ever ask advice from or I talk trades with because I just really like his brain and the way that he plays super coach. Um, and I just want to, I wanted to give a little, you know, fist bump, you know, to Mikey. You're, you're a dead set good bloke and one of the dead set nicest people I've met um, in my super coaching life. You're a really good guy. And I have Mikey from the SC experience in the, in the Turbo Sammy's Cup. Um, 1231 to me, as you know, um, Mikey 1113. He's had a bit of a barry. Um, it was all just about captains and 
you know, I looped Heinz as soon as I saw, you know, the 150 odd. I just saw points on the board. I knew that I was going to have to play Lean You this week because I stupidly bought Regan Campbell Gillard last week, and I, with him suspended, I had to just play Lean You. So, you know, what, Lean You's going to go out and score you 20? I just looped. I just, what's the point? I'm, I get 20 from Lean You or, you know, even as low as Burbo 5. It's a 15 point swing. So I just looped. Um, I looped and I finished with 1231. The choice was a wise one, really, if I'm thinking about it, because um, people who Captain Cleary had got 80. Now, we'll get into Cleary in my big talking points. I think that's overs, way overs. But it's not as good as 150 from... It's half the score of, of, of Heinz. So I win in the captain game against the highest captain of the week, which was Cleary after his monster last week. And a lot of people went turbo, including Mikey. And he had a bit of a quiet game this week. And, and look, Manly were a little bit off against Newcastle. So turbo's finished with 34. Um, that's not a captain score... I think, you know, you add another 100 there to it. Mikey's 1,200, and it comes down to probably updates. So if Turbo had done what he normally does, Mikey was right in the hunt. It just comes down to captains a lot of the time in in this um, comp, and that's why I didn't sneeze at the 150 from Heinz. I just thought I'd play it safe, especially with having to play someone like Lean Yu. It was not a really risky sort of play. So I just I looped, and, and, and I, I, I got the guarantee 300 from a captain, and, and that's the difference when you get 300 from a captain or 68 from a captain. And now Mikey got a 17 from Luai in there, but I've got a 5 and a 27, you know. And, and he basically had played the round as good as me, if not better. But that captain, you know, ruined it for him. So he's going to finish 100 points point shy. Update's not going to help him. Um, I'm going to win in the Turbo Sammy's Cup. But... Mikey is one of those people that, you know, <laughs> I circle it on my calendar like all the guys from SC Playbook and there's a few, Kando and a few other people in the Turbos Hammies that I want to get a win up against, but uh, Mikey's one of those ones I put an asterisk next to that I'd love to beat, but I certainly, of all the people that I could lose to if I was going to lose, I would have been happy to lose to him because he is such a great super coacher and a really good guy. So, commiserations, Mikey. I mean, the captain, it's a captain's game sometimes. And, you know, Turbo, there was all the indications that he was going to have an absolute wow of a game this week. I kind of don't like Turbo as much away from home. And with the weather, you know, um, it just put me off Turbo. And it looks like it sort of worked out uh, to my benefit. So, uh, anyway, love you, Mikey. And, you know, I'm sure you'll, you'll pick yourself up from that. Um, all right, the talking points for the week. Um, we had a lot of um, injury slash on reports and things with all this crackdown and, and blah, blah, blah that have, you know, um, origin ramifications. Um, Hass looks like he did a bit of a MCL. Uh, what are the ramifications? I've put down, a, you know, a percentage, and I think he's sort of a 50-50 at this point. Origin's like 12 days away in an MCL. They do say it's on the minor side. And I think he could be 50-50 whether he, he's right to go. Um, now, that could mean that there's another front rower that goes on standby slash could play. Um, you know, the talk is on people like um, Liam Martin, who I'm hearing 
will miss out or Regan Campbell-Gillard. Um, you know, so I don't know. I think they might just name um, name Hass and, you know, with the other players that are available who can play middles, I think that they will probably just, you know, wait and see if he's right to go. Um, you've got Felice Kafusi and you, you heard my podcast last week where I said he's a dirty dog and a fucking filthy player. Um, and it's just, it's his just desserts as far as I'm concerned that he could miss origin because of a trip. He's got heaps of loading. He deserves all the loading. He's a dirty, dirty player. And, you know, it really surprises me. Well, not really, because Christian Welsh is a dirty player too. They've got a, and, and Bromwich is a dirty, you know, I don't think Bellamy, Bellamy's a good coach, but he's got some dirty players in his team. And Felice is a dirty player. He's always doing dodge elbows and leading with forearms and twisted knees and he's gone the trip and you know i don't know if he'll 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 fight it and win but you know i couldn't think of anything better deserving for someone like felice than to miss an origin um Tarek need what's his name in the head it looked like he meant it but he's all good he's he's free to go nathan brown had a crusher he's good he's good to go murray oh that looked like a textbook crusher to me and I don't know, I mean, what what do the fans think out there? You know, like, what's the crusher's mandatory two weeks? And to me, that looked like a textbook crusher. Two weeks. But he's free to play. He's not going to have any weeks. He doesn't even have to go fight it. No weeks for Murray. So, you know, imagine poor old Angus Crichton, who was like a half a second late and wasn't even high, and he misses origin. He's got two weeks. And then Murray does a textbook uh, fucking crusher and he gets none. Uh, Yo is free to play. Nathan Brown is free to play. I thought Nathan Brown's were actually made much lighter. He didn't seem to put any pressure on the neck compared to Murray. Um, and, you know, so it looks like the New South Wales are not going to um, suffer too much. It looks Murray is a given. He's going to be in the team. Um... It looks like Tarek Sims is going to make Origin. I don't know. And and I guess maybe they might take Nathan Brown in. We know Yo is in. Um, it looks like Maddo, who's actually, he, he's fine too for his high shot. He might um, not even get selected for Origin, which is great news for people for round 13. What is not good for people in round 13 is Luciano. Looks like he's got a week. Um, now I don't know the, all the nuts and bolts of that, whether he can fight that or not. Um, if he's out a week, I don't know how many people own him, but you know, he, he was, seemed like he was a fairly popular buy, I, I guess, or people might have him already. And that's a real kick in the balls. Maybe Maddo might be, you know, a, a silver lining in this origin sort of wash up. Um, you know, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, maybe while I'm recording this podcast, I'm five minutes closing, you know, set last game of the Sunday, so I don't know the Origin teams. They're probably being announced on the news. Um, but we'll wait and see. I mean, out of that, no real losses. I mean, people might have picked up Nathan Brown for around 13, you know, and, and really people own Maddo and maybe a couple own Lucy. So... You know, we'll have to wait and see. It looks like Liam Martin might miss Origin. TPJ was talked about. It doesn't look like he's going to make Origin. I didn't personally think he should make Origin. Too much of a liability. And I mean, he's having a good year. He seems to be keeping himself in check. But he's a fucking lunatic, mate. Look, 
You take him into Origin and he could just get sent off in the first 10 minutes. And you can't go into an Origin running 16 versus 17. And, and he's certainly a candidate for that. Maybe a couple of years if he can show a year. Show up for a year, mate. And then maybe, you know, you'll make Origin. Um, it looks to me from the reports that I've heard that Walker's going to miss out. And maybe they're going to go with uh, Luai slash, you know, Jack Whiten combo. I'm okay with that. Um and we got word back that the 18th man is going to actually be free to play in the round. So people that we thought were going to be a danger for 18th man like um, Gutho, um, he's going to be able to play in that round 13. Thank God, because I fucking hell Gutho, and he stinks. He's been getting some shit-out scores. Gutho, he's not the king. Gutho is... The, I'm not even going to call him a prince. He's a dunce until he gets... Back to his hundreds. But anyway, he's going to be available for 13. I've got him in my team. I'm going to trade him out as soon as round 13 is done. But I got, it looks like I'm going to have an extra 13 number because it doesn't look like he's going to make the top 17, I think, for Origin. Nor should he. Um, yeah, so, I mean, there's a lot of ramifications. It looked like this weekend was freebies week for the on-report slash suspensions. Um Murray should have gone for two weeks. Or, you know, I mean, I'm a New South Wales supporter. I'm glad that Murray's in there. But from an NRL fan, where's the friggin' consistency? You know, like, Tarek's not aiming for him in the knee in the head? I mean, that could that could make someone brain dead if you knee him in the head hard like that. But not, no weeks for that. I don't know. Just inconsistent. And the things that... I mean, out of all of those things, like Tarek to Murray, you know, uh... And Maddo's high shot. I don't see that Angus Crichton's was any worse than those. Yeah. That's my opinion. But anyway. We've got them available for our origin. So, you know, that's the way it is. The next thing on my list is a bit about um, the slow updates and the shit updates. You know, it's just a minor complaint, really. Because, you know, you can't complain too much about the old slow updates. As long as they get it right you know but um look you know someone like Heinz for instance who plays on the Thursday and then you get to the first Saturday game and the game hasn't been updated I mean you know from a, you want a professional I mean we'll get I'll get to the my point about how good NRL updates go but anyway it's too slow in my opinion and you know we get to Sunday night and the Saturday games haven't even been updated it's too slow. And on the updates, I think, you know, like when you think about the updates, I mean, I look at it and go, oh, wow, how terribly unders was Hyde scored. I figured he was going up at least 12 to 15. He only went up five points. I think he was jibbed and, and unders. Um, and, you know, like um, the... The scoring is iffy. Uh, I mean, I've been arguing with a few people in the old messenger groups about inconsistency of scoring, you know, and Kando says that I'm biased and that, may, you know, he's, I'm, I'm questioning Cleary's line break assist and try assist for the first try for the Panthers this week. I've, I've seen socials on there from 50 to 70 people, so I'm not so biased, you know, Kando. It's actually a pretty logical question to make about the line break assist try assist at least one of them um you know and we talk again it's like oh you know 
they always give those, you know, the cutout ball through to, you know, the centers. If it's the fullback, they usually give it to fullback. Well, you know, the one that went through to the center from Cleary is a try assist to Cleary. But in the next game, exactly after that, Walker does a cutout pass, goes to Gagai, and he only gets a he gets a try contribution. He doesn't get a try assist. Exactly the same play. If I put two mirrored footage of those two plays on on the socials, mate, they look exactly the same. Candace says that I'm biased, even though Cleary's not my captain. Everyone owns Cleary. You know, I actually got blocked by Fox Sports Lab on Twitter, arguing for points to be taken off Cleary when he was my captain. I'm not biased. I just want this. I want to know when I'm watching the game that the try assist is a try assist and it's they get it wrong one times out of 100, not 20 times out of 100. It's just too inc- inconsistent. And I floated the idea that possibly these scorers in there work for Fox. And we've got these little Fox, you know, popular players like your Clearies and your iPaps and your Fafitas are having a great year. So they're just popular, popular, popular. Fafitas on 25 this week and he got a line break from God knows where. Where's his line break this week? I didn't see it. Some people said it was three minutes from the end. I thought it was in the last three seconds of the game, which is where they gave it. It's 10 points that he didn't get. But, I mean, it's like they're looking, they're absolutely looking kindly at everything that Fafita does, everything Cleary does, everything IPAP does. And even if it's not a line break to Walker, it's a line break for Cleary. The same thing that happens. And, you know, yeah, sure, David Fafita got all of his tackle breaks, but he doesn't need a line break at it because he didn't get a line break. It's not a line break. I want the 10 points off. And I'm not biased for thinking that. There's other people, many, 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 many people that are like, well, just show me where the line break. That's pretty black and white. Now, the other thing that I have an issue with is like the subjective calls. You know, I hear, I hear these people on there who play Supercoach, they go, they always give it to the sweet player this. Well, you know, they don't. They give it always to the sweet player when it's Cleary or when it's Teddy or there's certain players that it always goes to. And then that's why people are putting mirror footage on the, on the socials showing the other times when their player or another player didn't get it. And it's just, I think that they're too influenced by, you know, the popularity of players and they score a little bit kindly based on those players. And it's not biased, mate. It's just logical. You know, you can sit there with your head in the sand and you can miss all of the things that go past that are controversial. You know, you can do that in life. Here's my life lesson. Sit there with your head in the sand and you miss all the bad stuff in life. It'll just go by over your head when you've got your head in the sand. But you know what else you miss? You miss all the opportunities too. Everything, all the good stuff goes over your head too. I, I question everything. That's what makes me a smart person. I don't just argue for the sake of arguing. Because if it's a... Tr- I mean... I'm like a regular everyday fan that watches the game. A try assist looks like a try assist to me. And I'm like, that's a try assist. You know? And even the ones that are arguable and 50-50, fine. But people who sit there and just go, oh, no, they they always give it for that. Well, here's one where they didn't. Here's two when they didn't. Here's three when they didn't. Here's four when they didn't. And you know what? None of those, their last name was Cleary. Get, get, Get with the times, mate. They're influenced. And look... You hope that for the most part they get it right, but this year more than most years, and look at IPAP and his offload for a try, line break assist, try assist the other week. This year, there's a little bit too much friendly view 
going towards certain players in this year's NRL. Then you can sit there with your head in your sand over it, or you can be a realist, you know? I'll, I cop it on the chin every week, and I play the game, and I'm in and cashies and that, but I, I'm allowed to question it. doesn't make sense why the cutout ball to the center is a try assist for Cleary, but it's not a try assist when when uh, Cody Walker does a cutout pass to a center. It goes to Gagai. It's just not the same. They're almost identical plays, and he, he doesn't get it. He gets a try contribution. It's just, uh, am I biased for thinking that? Well, one's not Cleary, and, and one is Cleary, and one's a try assist, and one's a try contribution. Same play, but you're going to say that they always give that. Well, they don't, actually, because I just pointed out Walker. Come on. Head in the sand, and, you know, go to ad hominems and go, oh, you know, you're a bias, and you just get aggro, and blah, blah, blah. I question things, and I want to see the logic in it. I'm not the only person that thinks it. There's lots of people out there that disagree. And we do play the game where the scores just come back and we have to just accept it. We can we can lodge our concerns and our complaints, but it's a community. You know, talk about it. And, and say, well, I don't know, that one didn't look any good to me. Or that one looked good, you know. I talk to 100 people a day who go, oh, what do you think about that? Um, who do you think this player is? And do you think his average is good? And do you think he's got a good run coming up? We're all talking, man. We're talking. We're talking about... The scores, and we're talking about who did that and what score did Blah get, you know? Chill, man, you know? Anyway, there's my life lesson. Sit there with the head in your sand, and you'll avoid all the stuff. You'll avoid all the controversy, and you'll endure, you'll annoy, you, you'll um, avoid all of the questions and the blahs and the everything else, but you, you avoid everything else, mate. Don't just sit there with the head in the sand. Question everything. Question everything, people. All my... You got some young people out there who play super coach and listening? Question everything. Question it all. You know, it's the only way you're going to find answers. It's the only way that you're going to find out the eccentricities of things. Because you ask questions and you want to find out what things mean and who, who, why is this this? And, you know, <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, point made. P.S. I mean, I do love you, Kendo, and you're a very beautiful and really lovely person. And you know, I, 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 you you make me you make me better. So it's like you're my we're yin and yang. You know, you make me better. So I love you, and you're good black. Um, next thing on the list is the probability of players for Origin based on injury suspension. Blah 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 blah. And named I don't know the teams could have been named already by now. Um, Hass I've got as a fifty percent. I think he'll be named. Um. And, you know, depending on injury and, you know, the severity of it, he'll, he'll play. Um, I've got Mano down as a 40%. I think with the way, particularly that today's games have gone and, the you know, the people that have skated free like Murray and that, I don't know whether Mano is going to get a run. I don't know. Um, but I think he's 40, maybe 50. Um, Murray is a 95%. He's a 100%. He's in because he's, he's escaped it. Um, Ponga didn't play today. It's a groin, um, and I think he's like 50-50. I don't know if he's going to play Origin. Um, I've seen reports that he's close, but I just don't know. Um, Burton, I mean, let's talk of Burton. I think he's 10%. You don't need Burton. Martin, 30%. I think he's out of the running. RCG, I think he's like a 50-60%. I don't know if he's the prop that comes in if Hass is out. Um, who else, you know? Maybe they just go with, like, a Brown, you know, I, I don't know. But I just don't see RCG getting in there. 
Um, Grant looks like he might have be available for Origin. Maybe in the 14 and they might go Marnie in the 9. I think he's a 70%. I think he's going to play Origin. Munster, he's allowed to go into camp, although they do say he's a dusty chance for Origin. I think he's 60%. Munster's the old dog. He's an old... He's like an old star. He's a chip off the old block from yesteryear, Munster. He'll get himself up for the game. The mad dog. So I think he's going to play Origin. I think he's 60% though. Hunt, I think his stocks... Um, mm, well, there was a bit of an injury to um, Brimson, although he just said it was like a cork and knee, knees. I would really have Brimson as my 14 and fuck Hunt off. I fucking hate Hunt. Um... But I've got him down as 50%. I don't actually think that the team looks worse if they go a hunt at 14. Um, but I would prefer Grant at 14 and Marnie at 9. And if they go just, you know, Marnie or Grant at 9, uh, I would prefer Brimson as 14. So Hunt is just too far back. Maybe Hunt in the halves if if uh, there's issues with Munster and um, Ponga. But that's his only chance, as far as I'm concerned. Um, what else do I want to talk about? Some scores. Hines was great. He was my captain. Um, VC loop, really. I looped him. I just didn't, I was just like, points on the board is the way to go. 156. I think he was a bit dib, jibbed. Personally, I thought he would be a, maybe a 165, you know. He only went up a couple of points. The cheese was good. Some people brought in the cheese, mainly with the injuries to the Melbourne Storm, and there's an opportunity for someone for round 13. He's got 110. The cheese is dynamic. He looked really good. Um, the jet on the wing, actually. You know, I think the wing jets, you, you know, we almost sort of said the jets' career is over. But on the wing, maybe, you know, like he looked pretty good on the wing just to grab the ball and just beat people, you know, with that little turn of speed and get over the line for a try. Um, Cleary got an 80. I mean, yeah, I think Cleary came off early in the first. I mean, I was watching the game and I'm just like, oh, how did they give that to Cleary? I couldn't believe it. 80, I think, is, is fucking overs. It's so over. You know, like I've got, I've seen on the socials people saying they're going to, if Cleary keeps those points, they're just going to not play next year. Like, it is crazy to me. Cleary had a 40-point game. 50. You know, like, not an 80. That's that's influence scoring, and it's no good. Anyway, JFA scored a 69. He's a solid rock in the in the front row. Um, Minutes always an issue, but he keeps churning out those scores. Burton was my trade-in as well, my one trade of the week. I saved a trade. Edo never saves trades. I just run out. I'm a max trader till I run out. Um, but I brought in Burton in 60. I don't know if that game's updated yet. Um, I don't think he's going to get into Origin. I think he's like a year away. You know, realistically, he's a year away. Surely. They don't need him. Um, but, you know, he's a great player and he's going to play in the bye. He's going to play in the halves, most likely. Because I think Cleary's, um, Lua is going to get picked. And, um, you know, Burton is a good scorer. I mean, I'm happy to have him in there. He's dual, 60 points. Um, Tupanua got an 86, which is a good score for him. He's a possibility for the round 17. He's in a round 13 player, as is CHN. I thought the Raiders were diabolical on the weekend. And I'm a race fan, but let's think. 
pardon me, but um, you know, see Chen look. I think he's the best player in the park for the Raiders. Teddy got seventy nine. You know, he looked good to me on the field. It just didn't seem to translate without any tries. And he did have that HIA, didn't he? He lost some minutes on the field. Seventy nine. Fafita got a 91. That's a bit of a mystery to me. Three points in tackle breaks is fine. I didn't really get... I don't... Uh, maybe I just looked away for a second. I didn't see his line break or his line break assist. Ooh, but he's... Back to my point and my big points. You know, like... He's a popular player. You know, and... I think... What's not a line break for other people is, is definitely a line break for David. And... You know, I didn't see 91 on the field today from David. I really didn't. 91. SJ is 68. I know, you know, Des Creek, the old ex-winner and a champion bloke, was tempted by SJ and has been spruiking his wares. Um, 68 is probably is his best score of the year and was in the big 200th, but I don't know. He just seems to be like he's lost a yard or two, you know. Ramian got 106. You know, he might be a light... You know, if you want to take a flyer on someone for round 17. You know, like if uh, Olam goes there, you might as well just start planning for your 17. Like, I think it looks like they're going to pick Brian Toto for Origin. So that's going to be a blow to round 13 players. But to me, Toto stays in the team because of he, he's a top finish of the year sort of winger. And I'll be looking to bring in someone like Tupu, who looks like he's going to miss Origin. He's really hit his straps and looks really good. I don't know what he scored this week. Tupu, where is he? But he's, he's been looking good. Tupu, 59. It's not the worst. Center wing. And he's he's had some hundreds in the recent weeks. He, he's definitely a target for me. Tupu. Um, and in the last... Game, Manly. Good scores were Daniel Safidi with a 92. I think he's off to origin. He's a great front row. I think nearly the best front rower in the game. Connor Watson had a great game. Played the full 80. I know that uh, old mate from, you know, the new uh, the North Queensland comes down next week. And that's probably going to ruin bloody Connor Watson again. But look at him. He's a, such a weapon when he gets the minutes. 80 points. I was forced to play him because Schuster was a laid out. I had him off. But the 80 was a real, you know. CC from Barnett's all right. Braley was a bit down for 51. Tom Dravojevic. I mean, everyone thought 200 for Tommy Turbo. And, you know, this was a matchup just how rubbish and fucked the Knights have been. 34 where he was quiet. It's his... Easily his lowest score since he came back from injury. I mean, let's have a look. He got a 60, but it was like Penrith, I think, in that game. You know, that's... He got a 68 against Penrith. Otherwise, it's all been tons. 116, 118, Penrith 68. 191, 119, 159. 34. It's just the worst. He was off. So off. And it's it's a bad score. And unexpected. And it cost Mikey, unfortunately. Love you, Mikey. And it cost Mikey in the in the Turbo Sammy's Cup. Um, shit scores for Olam 27s. Two in a row for him, and it looks like he could be suspended. So, 
two twenties and a suspended for Olam is oh that's a real kick in the teeth for me. I had Olam as a sort of a pod and I liked him for for round thirteen and I mean I hold him obviously if he he, he escapes that suspension but twenty two twenties mate like that side seems to be starved in the last couple of weeks you know and um, the spores are reflecting that. A lot of people went Izako. Um, a 24 was not the best score for them. Bloor. I mean, isn't it weird that we think 23 for Bloor is good, you know? I was looking at my AEs if I looped and I was just happy enough. As soon as I saw Bloor get 23, I was like, oh, okay. You know, I'll accept that. And and it's a good thing. He's not even making it. He's the worst cheapie in the world, basically. He's not getting the minutes. Um, although, um... Luciano looks like he could be suspended and maybe one other. I don't know. So he could get some minutes maybe this week, you know. Um, Bird got a 40. It's not the worst score, but he's in 12% of teams. You know, people have brought him in as a round 13 option. 40. I mean, it's not the worst. Come on. I shouldn't have had him in the bads. But kick out 32. I don't know if Kickout can get 100 anymore. I don't know if he can get 70 or 80. They just don't use him like that. And some people took a flyer on uh, Alex Johnson for a 10. Wasn't much going on that side of the field. Um, obviously, we mentioned Turbo. Um, you know, over there, I don't think those are the worst scores really of the week. Um, how do I look? That's the scores. That's what I'm covering in the scores. How do I look now for round 13 with what I think is going to happen for Origin? So I'll have Braley. I'll have Watson. That's a two. Doesn't look like Pangoy is going to make Origin, which is probably fair enough. For three, I've got Regan Campbell-Gillard. And I don't know if you'll be taken as an extra or not. So I'm going to count him as a fourth. I don't know if the... Uh, the Malstasha gets into Origin for... I'm going to have Lee New for five, but that's only going to be 20 points. You took Amano, I'm not going to count because, I mean, maybe with if, if uh, Luciano gets suspended, but he can just be a bonus. I'm not counting him five. It looks like Maddo might miss. That's six. Barnett will be seven. Martin will be eight. Bloor, which is good for fucking nothing. I'm not even going to count him. Burton will be nine. Laurie will be ten. Heinz will be 11, Nofaluma 12, Olam maybe 13, and Gutho 14. Olam could, I could be down to 13 with, if, if Olam gets suspended. And there could be some like shock horrors for Origin, but I think 13, I'm going to make the minimum 13 for Origin. And what are my trade possibilities? I mean, maybe... Schuster's been injured, it looks like, with the hamstring could be three to four weeks. So I could maybe bolster the team, you know, if I nuff out, you know, if Uticamano is not named, or maybe even Simmonson, I could get um, Schuster up to Jerome Hughes. And I think Burton and Hughes are good backup halves, maybe, for the extended future. Um, you know, so... Maybe that's an option for me. That'll be two trades. I didn't sort of... I saved one trade this week and I didn't want to do two next week. But, you know, who am I going to lose out of my original plans for 13? Toto. 
who I'd sort of planned mm, lightly to have. Um, but you know, maybe I'll just go in with the numbers I have and I don't need to use. Maybe, and then that's, I know I can save two trades. So most likely next week I'll do none. But if I do, it'll be two and it'll be enough to get in Hughes just to bolster that, uh, 13 numbers. Maybe the origin teams have, have dropped down. I feel like there's not going to be any huge surprises that are relevant to next week, which is your round 13. Um, what do I think about round 13? I think 13 is is your minimum. Uh, you know, and if you're counting people like Bloor, which I didn't in mind, but if you count, I can count lean you for 30 points, you know, maybe, you know, 12, 13 is probably your number. It'll be a blow if we lose Maddo or Martin, you know, that would be good scorers in that round or Burton, there are outside chances, you know. But all all the reports of the tour is going to go to Origin. I'm going to hold him. And, you know, like next week, maybe I hold and, and then I can just start preparing for, you know, with Schuster, you know, for the round 17. I don't know. But I think I'm going to maybe get through relatively unscathed. Um, with the origin, luckily, I mean, I think when I named my origin teams, I'm actually very close, um, to what the teams are actually going to be. So I've done well there. Um, I picked my team around that. I think 13, some people, I doubt that anyone's going to be able to get up to 15. You can make both your trades bringing in round 13 numbers. If you're at 13 now and you weren't affected by any of the people going to origin and you've done extremely well. I think we've had to scale back what um you know what the numbers were for 13 if you if you know what I mean I think with some of the people that have firmed in origin calculations and some of the injuries you know and, and that that have come any big surprises for me really I was surprised that Tarek Sim, Sims get a run well, I think he's having a great year um and and no it was not a surprise because he's having a a bumper year, but I just thought they'd go with Tupu, and I mean, even that leaves a risk. Maybe, you know, picking Tupu to bring in for round seventeen, going, oh sweet, now Toto's pick for Origin. But what if Coates jumps over him five times and scores five tries? Toto won't last more than one game, you know. So it could be only bad news, possibly, if you hold, you know, if you if you grab a, a Tupu thinking that he's not going to play in the. Round, you know, in the origin, in the in the round seventeen by, um, would I hold Schuster? I mean, if it's three to four weeks, I don't think you can. And maybe to Schuster, maybe to. I, don't know. I mean, when I think about round seventeen, my targets are like Toto. I mean, um, Tohu. I'm not even know if I'm sold on Lolo. You know. But in the halves, maybe a Sean Johnson. If he keeps up and gets, you know, a good score next week. Maybe some Warriors. Like, you know, maybe I I got Gutho who I'm going to sell at the end of Origin. I always thought maybe to Pat, but maybe to Reese Walsh. I know he's got an elbow and might be a couple of weeks. But um, I think I've got through okay for, for, for round 13 next week. I saved a trade. 
12.31, I think I might see some green arrows and I might, you know, move up the ladder a smidge. Um, one head-to-head that I'm in with a fucking smartass from the BJ on Game Day Invitational, Mana. With the co- He's the coach of Checkmate. He's on 12.39 versus my 12.31. And I really hope for an updates win over Mana because... Uh, you know, Mana gives me the shits. Mana gives me the shit shits. Because he's a cheeky bugger and he jumps on there and he... On the messengers and he's always giving me shade and he's always having a dig at me. Mana. And, you know, the plus side for you is that you know that I care about it now. So if you win, it hurt. It hurt me, mate. It hurt me big time. So... Eight points is the difference. I just hope updates come through. And I just, you know, it'd be nice to beat you. And that's all. That's all about it. BJ Game Day Invitational. Mana, the cheeky bastard. Oh, no, actually, I know I'm, I'm, I'm dissing Mana, but I like Mana. I like his, I like the cut of his jib. He, he goes, he's classy in his insults. He's, he's a cheeky bugger. So I like your Mana. But I just still want to beat you. So anyway, uh, looks like I'm 8 out of 10. I'd love if it went to 9 and, and Mana was my ninth victim. Thanks, updates. But, you know, we'll wait and see what happens. What did Mana do? Who did, well, let's see if I can catch Mana. He's a very handsome man, Mana, just by by the way. Maybe Walker gets that fucking cutout pass that Gagai got. Maybe he gets an extra. Well, that's all I need. And I win. Updates. Come and be kind to me. Anyway, guys, it's a it's it's one of the big rounds of the year coming up, round thirteen. Um, I think the carnage is going to be, you know, n- minimal. I think we're going to be okay. Um, maybe for Origin, I think the numbers are thirteen. If you can get them there, I think the big targets. It looks like Gutho's going to miss. He could be a good captain, uh, you know, for Origin. I've got my eye on Hughes, you know, as an end of year maybe backup in the halves. He tempts me. I mean, IPAP is so expensive. I don't know what he did this week. He probably got some freebies. Uh, shout out to Kando. Um, you know, this week. But he's an option. Um, TPJ is a great, if he misses Origin, a great one that I already brought in. Um, and a good luck this week, guys. I mean, I think this could be a year. You know, if you're sitting down in the 5,000s, if you've set up well for this buys you got a good 13 there you know including like ipap and gutho and hughes and you know you could be on for a game this week hopefully i wish you all the best i think i'm set up okay for them you know i think as an overall i've saved a trade and if i could save two this week i've saved three by the buy round you know which is what i planned unless there's any like shock horror surprises you know for um origin and and if there's not I've, I've done it you know so thanks for listening guys and i wish you a really lucky good good round for round 13 um and i hope you got some green arrows this week thanks for listening love you I might see some green arrows, maybe next week, 13 for the bike, 80's okay.
Good night, Yada. Love you all. Bye-bye.